Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Ash J-O-Y. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds with Wes Moore and Joe Franklin on 1037 The Buzz. Benefield. I've not seen Ellis so far tonight. Benefield drives around Van over out high. Mitchell rolls to the rim. Nobody there to stop him. Makai with a dunk. He's got a dozen, and the Razorbacks are up by 11. Blocker to battle to Davenport underneath, and the layup's good. Jeremiah with a bucket. He's got seven. It's Mark guarded by Radford out on the logo. Tremont going to drive right around him, get to the rim, scoop shots easy for Mark. He left him flat-footed. The Razorbacks are up by nine. 13 to shoot. Mark going to try to take Washington. Steps back, three-pointer, good and one. How about that? Mark hit the three. Washington fouled him, four-point play. I thought our competitive spirit, our toughness, will to win. I, I thought it was at a high level against, um, you know, Mississippi State. And I thought we carried that over to a, to another 40 minutes tonight to think we have, you know, three players out, short turnaround, back-to-back road games against a team that we had beaten previously. It's always hard in this league to win uh, two games against the same opponent. I think we played our best 80 minutes of basketball in our last two games. And um, hopefully we continue to improve, continue to get better behind closed doors. Uh, everybody has worked extremely hard. We had a not a good shoot-around, but a, but a phenomenal shoot-around today. You know, and sometimes when you're struggling, you know, you, you, it's hard to, uh, to have the energy and enthusiasm. But um, I think the staff and, and the players have done a great job of of continuing to try to get better, and I thought tonight was a, uh, was a reflection of a team that that is getting better. Coach Mush drew up a game game plan for us, and I feel like we executed. Uh, we made mistakes like every team does, but I feel like tonight we we made our mistakes and we fought through them. That was our most important thing. That's what I feel like we haven't been doing most much most of the season. We made our mistakes and we fought through them. For our Razor Hog updates brought to you by Floyd Seafood, Keel Avenue in Sherwood. Floyd has live Louisiana crawfish. They are in. Be sure to order by 4 o'clock on Thursdays for your weekend boils. So Arkansas gets the win. Next up, Missouri, Saturday morning at 11 at Bud Walton Arena. Maybe they can get their first winning streak in the SEC. Women will take on the Aggies, Lady Aggies, tomorrow night. They need to win. They're on the bubble at the NCAA tournament. So is A&M, so they need to get this win. That would be huge. And football-wise, the dates have been set for the spring practices. They'll start practice on March 7th. They're going to have 14 practices, and then they'll have the annual spring game on Saturday, April 13th. It's at noon. Inside Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium. The spring game weekend is also going to feature an A-Club spring reunion and a celebration of the life of the legendary Dean Weber, who passed away last week. The university put out all this information earlier today. So spring game, Saturday, April 13th, and spring football begins on March 7th. It's good to have the uh, Razorbacks win. It's good to talk to him the day after a win, and it's really good to bring in Pat Bradley the day after a Razorback win. It hasn't happened often this season. Pat, welcome in. How are you? No, it hasn't. Who'd you guys uh, talk to? Did you, did you, you said you talked to somebody, or you just talked about the game? Oh, we've just talked about. Yeah, the game. been talking about it quite a gotcha. bit. 
We did have Brian Hodson on earlier, A-State's basketball coach, formerly of Alabama. They've got a big game tomorrow night. That was fun. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Alabama, yeah. Hey, Alabama's been impressive, man. I didn't really, until you look up, they're leading the SEC right now. They are a force um, offensively. I mean, they're, they're, they, they made, you know, set all kinds of offensive records. They are just a force. And, you know, they just, they come at you in waves. Um, but, yeah, you're right. You, you look at their record and with their, you know, some of like the, you know, what Ken Palm is and the net ranking have them, like top 10 net ranking, top 10 Ken Palm. Mm-hmm. And really the issue is um, is them defensively. And, I mean, when you're scoring 100 points a game, you don't <laughs> you don't have to be, like, great defensively. You just got to keep the opposing team to, like, 90. So, yeah, man, their offense is as good as, as good as you can imagine. When you look at the top of the conference, it's kind of almost as the cream is starting to rise where Bama and Tennessee are at the top. South Carolina has dropped off a bit. They were unexpectedly there to begin with. but Last week. <laughs> yeah. But, but when you look at the top yeah. four and how they play at home, that's what's impressive where you're talking about Bama, Tennessee, Auburn. They have one loss at home, and then South Carolina, two mm. losses at home. So, that's where these teams are really impressive, and that's why you see them at the top of the conference standings. Yeah, they do. And, and you know, it's obviously, they, you know, really the most complete teams. And, you know, we knew Tennessee. Um, you sort of thought Bama and Kentucky, although Kentucky's had a couple of, they've taken a couple of L's at home, right? I know. Um, yeah, they have. Um, Tennessee beat them. Then Gonzaga. Gonzaga beat them. Um, but team like South Carolina, obviously now we see how impressive that they are as a team. But yeah, you know I think that's the the other part of it is, you know you are talking about the the better teams in the conference and and the older team. You know the depth. I mean you look at the top four as you mentioned, and Tennessee and Auburn have. Probably more guys back that were on their roster last year than any other team. South Carolina doesn't, however, they've got an older team. Um, you know, older, you know, grad transfers, seniors, juniors, so they're able to get old fast. And I think, um, you know, I, I think outside of talent, just sheer having talent, you know, I think older, veteran, mature players. Um, I, they, there's more of a, a a rhyme, a reason to what they do. You know, sometimes you get a young guy, and you know he may, who knows what he's going to do, home or away. You know, but I, I think you know the older guys, sort of getting it in their rhythm at home, and um, just understand you know how to feed off the crowd, how to just play at home, and those top four teams are very experienced teams so yeah outside of, of Kentucky and Florida is coming on you know that's another team that is playing as you know as well as anyone one last six out of the last seven um also so 11 think, and one at home yeah they're, they're another right. one of those and teams the, their own, only loss at home was to Kentucky like the first SEC game um so this time except you know then I, I wouldn't put them up with Tennessee, Auburn, Bama, but you know I keep up with. I'm sure you guys do all of Bill Lenardi, Lenardi's bracketology, and you know if they are able to, where they play at Alabama tonight, I think. Florida. Um, yeah, Florida yeah, at Alabama. You know if they find a way to win that game, you know now you're talking about them. He says they could slide into the, like a number six seed, so that's pretty significant when you start thinking about um, you know where, where you position itself with it that's that'd be pretty impressive uh, you know I wouldn't people it, Florida just wasn't on top of your mind a lot of that is because they brought in some new players and um, you know you just weren't familiar with them so we just didn't know where to put them but 
they're, they're putting it together big time now. Well, PB, you and just, how about Ole Miss at home? Yeah, fourteen and one. That's crazy, huh? Pat Bradley with us. Uh, Pat, when I uh, looked at last night's game, I, I just saw a lot of heart and 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 passion from the Raiders. They just played harder than A and M. They they just were the scrappier bunch last night. What what impressed you about the Razorbacks last night? Well, I think you know when you look at probably the first thing that they wanted to do is make life difficult for A and M's guard Wade Taylor, who is a really good player. You know, he almost single-handedly brought his team back in Bud Walton Arena. So I think the attention to detail and slowing him down, um, you know, although he still almost had a double-double, but he's he's a guy that everything runs through him. So if you can slow him down, you're going to have a chance. Um, and they did just enough, you know, giving up. The other thing, though, is, you know, they gave up. You know, A&M's a good offensive rebounding team, but they didn't capitalize on it. You know, A&M gets um, 20 offensive rebounds, second seven second chance points. <laughs> I mean, that's um, so. I thought that was, you know, probably a you know missed opportunity for A&M's department. And and the other side of it too is you get two really high free throw shooting teams. So like, I think against anybody else, A&M probably wins that game because they go to the free throw line 39 times, make 25 of them, but not against another team, top 10 free throw shooting team like the Hogs. So that was a good sign to, to be able, you know, you shoot 4 or 15, but you still score 78 points. So, you know, I, I hope a lesson was learned uh, from those guys. Um, you know, of how, you know, getting to the rim is, is still going to be their strength. It seems like Arkansas, huh? He's playing through the roof right now. Yeah, it seems like Arkansas's approach against Taylor was to chase him towards the lane where he thought he was going to have something open, and then a big cut him off where they essentially were doubling him every time. But it was almost like he didn't realize that they were doubling him because they were chasing on defense, but then they would chase him directly towards a big. And you know, he's thinking the, the lane is open, and then it's cut off. So that was a great game right. plan on how to defend them. Yeah, and, and, you know, Joe, it's funny how you like you look at the Hogs and they don't have, you know, their high free throw shooting team. Uh, but outside of that, there's not really many categories that you look at and, and say, wow, that's impressive. But they lead the league in blocks. So, you know, if there's one thing that, you know, maybe you want to try to do is take advantage of that. You know, you get a couple of real good shot blockers. Um, and and they were able the to. Williams, you know. Sorry about that, Pat. Hello? My mistake. <laughs> what was that? The button bar? I don't know who is. Yeah, I was over here looking for a Stroud. Clip. Yeah, and I hit CJ Stroud by accident. Love CJ Stroud. What's he up to? Hey, that dude was impressive on the basketball court. Actually, he played I in know. the uh, All Star Celebrity Game, and then recently clips have come out of him playing in high school, and so he's putting it out there like. He could have gotten to that mm. level, uh, you know, going the basketball route because they showed him playing against Jami Jaquez in high school, and he said he gave it to him. Hmm. He was, he, I saw something. He's got a pretty good stroke. He's got a pretty good stroke. And, you know, you'd expect that, right? I mean, I'd imagine most quarterbacks in the NFL um, are pretty good basketball players. Like some, I think, are just okay. But I think most of them um, are pretty decent, I would think. You know, at least accurate sort of shooters and, you know, just heady basketball players and understand the game. So it wouldn't be the first, probably. Hmm. Pat Bradley with us. Uh, Pat, Arkansas hasn't had a two-game winning streak yet in the SEC, but yet, you know, people got excited. This is back-to-back good road wins, or road games. They they had a chance to beat Mississippi State. Now they come back home and play Missouri and Vanderbilt. So you got a chance to make a, a little bit of a run and turn things around. Sure. What is What does this team need to do to uh, to start, you know, to get that winning streak, to turn the, the page and to, to look like so a team? You know, 
I knew you were going to ask, what does this team need to do to finish strong? And I was thinking to myself, I'm going to just tell them they need to win. <laughs> I know you, you wouldn't accept that answer. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Wes is not going to accept that answer. Um, well, you got, I mean, Missouri Vanderbilt, that's going to be, I mean, obviously your best opportunities on the schedule hosting those two teams just because they're they're down now I mean you're going to have a uh, there's one thing I'll say about those two teams though if you watch them play mm-hmm. um, you know they're similar to what you saw the Hogs do yeah. last night because Missouri is fighting still crap I mean there's just even Vanderbilt you don't see them like with their heads down I would you know tonight you know they're playing Georgia I don't know what, you know, any lines are on that, but, um, you know, it's just, there's, so there's not going to be any easy wins, no doubt about that. Uh, However, you know, when you're talking about putting together a rhythm, starting to say, okay, well, this works for us. Can we do more of this? What we saw in A&M, can we do, can we give more of, that whether it's the attention to detail defensively or um, how the approach to how we're running offense, you, know, you hope that it takes a little success and they sort of get away from from that little edge that they had. Whether that was the edge of being focused on the game plan or you know just anything, so you know you, they can't lose sight of um, you know what how well that they played in the last two games. And I think that that would be, you know, you can't revert back to, um, you know, a few games ago where they weren't doing anything. Right. It was like you couldn't even pick one thing out that you say, okay, that's a positive. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, outside of that, you know, could could be, you know, I, I would think that's probably the most important thing. Because they do have, I mean, they've got, I mean, we've seen it. They've got some guys that can, um, you know, they could put up numbers, some guys who can defend, guys who can block shots. I mean, they can do some really good things. It's just consistency-wise they can't. And whether that's just they lose focus of, like, what you know what got them there. Um, but, you know, that's the one thing I would hope. Because win or lose, I mean, fellas, we talked about it. It's, it's how you like, play the game. No, it's it, how it you bet the like game. You, yeah, you bet the game. <laughs> But, I mean, I hate to say it because it is all about winning, right? Nobody wants to hear that. However, it's like there were some games I know you guys saw where it looked like what is what are we looking at yeah. here? You know what I mean? Like what is what is this team trying to accomplish? Um, but I do think when they are have that attention to detail, the focus, the understanding of like we can't give away possessions with a bad shot. We can't give away defensive possessions because I'm going for a steal and I don't get it. I'm out of position. Now they're playing five on four. Like, those little things add up. And it's almost like, you know, they'll do, you know, in the past, you know, they'll have three, four possessions that are really good and then three, four possessions that are really bad. And you just, knew, you just, you just basically took away all the good stuff you did. So I hope they take take away from these last couple games or at least the A&M game. You hope they take that away. I just realized Missouri's last win was against UCA. Oh, wow. It's been a while. Yeah, man. They had just you know, they 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 don't have really anything in the interior. Right? But, so we, we're going to have a you know, they're last in like rebounding, last in block shots. <laughs> they, um, they aren't turning folks over, you know, probably as much as Dennis Gates would like to. Um, but they play hard. They still can get out in transition, and, and, you know, they like to run and get up and pull up some threes and they'll get hot. And um, and you guys know how it is, man. You see, a couple, you see a couple of them go down and, you know, look out. You give them a little bit of life, and, and they can run with it. Because they're tough-minded kids. I just don't think the talent is has been there to make up for some of the mistakes. Well, this you know, is that the, talent is something else, fellas. 
you can, that can make up for a lot of mistakes. This is their opportunity to make some ground within the conference, though, because next two yeah. games, the two teams they play are behind them in the standings. They're sitting at 12th, and then they split with Georgia. They have LSU coming up again. They'll have a chance to, to right that wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then they've beaten A and M twice, so it's it's the opportunity in these last few games to kind of gain some ground. Think about this, right? So, you know, we've seen them at the Hogs when they're, I would say, you know, they're playing really well, right? You know, there was a couple games where they looked so good. Now I'm not, you know, so you know, you look at that LSU game, obviously winnable game. Um, I know Kentucky seems to be turning the corner, but listen, Kentucky is is definitely you can catch him on the right night, even at Rock. We've seen that happen this year. Um, I, you know, it's tough to it's going to be tough to to keep up with Alabama's offense in Tuscaloosa, but you know we could be sitting here, fellas, riding a you know a win streak going into SEC play, and. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, they have an opportunity to get in the NCAA tournament, but certainly, you know, have the opportunity to finish this season like with their, you know, head high and chest out a little bit. Pat, what do they call the that, that first night of the SEC tournament when the fir- first the, the worst four teams play? Isn't there a term for that night? I don't know. What I mean, is it It's not like the playing or anything. No. Like that, I don't think. No. It, um I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I'll I'll see if I can find out. Mm. It's 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 not uh, a nice term. It's nothing you'd use on TV. It's not, nice <laughs> it's not very term, complimentary. No. I can't remember what, what we always call that. But anyway, yeah, I was just looking. Uh, Missouri hasn't won this year. They they beat UCA on December 30th, and uh, they've lost uh, what 13 straight games. But, as you said, they, the last two games have been very close. Uh, they went to Ole Miss, only lost by three. And then last night, uh, Tennessee only beat them by five. So they, and that was the thing. that you know When Arkansas played Missouri the first time, Musselman pointed out, guys, Missouri hasn't won yet, but all these games, they're, you know, they're two, three, one, two, three possession games at the end of the game. They just haven't found a way to win. Now, Arkansas blew them out, and, or Missouri made a little bit of a run to make it closer. But uh, Missouri's getting back to where they were before. They're playing close games. Mm-hmm. They're just not not winning them. They covered the line against Tennessee yeah, on, they did. on Bet Saracen. Yeah, they did. They 11 were eleven and a half. Yeah, yeah. Tennessee was up thirteen oh, late, and uh, they blew it. <laughs> I was, uh, was, I was keeping was up with it. It was eleven and a half. Uh, Tennessee was favored by eleven and a half. They were up thirteen with like two. I want to say two forty to go, and then uh, Missouri. I think closed it as close as five. And then Tennessee pulled wow. away, and then Missouri hit a three at the buzzer to make uh, the final score five. Yeah, it was an eight-point game. They hit a three right at the buzzer. To wow. Make it a five. Destroyed it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it wasn't Bad even beat. close. <laughs> Not really. Uh, I had already Bad written that beat. one off. Um, PB, <laughs> we appreciate your time, man. It was good to catch up with you, well, especially we'll, after a win. Yeah. I know. We'll see if, we, if they can, you know, we keep it rolling. It'll be fun. Win streak would be nice. Take care, Pat. Later, thanks. Pat Bradley joining us on Out of Bounds. Bill Ingram's coming up next. He just walked in the studio. He looks like he's got something to say. We'll check in with Bill next. And we'll take some phone calls. 661-1037. How you feeling after Arkansas wins a road game? Over a decent team. A tournament team as of right now. 661-1037. It's Out of Bounds. Due to a conflict, Oakland Race Day with Justin Acri and David Wajnati will be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2 this Saturday only. Oakland Race Day is your inside track to America's hottest thoroughbred action. It's Central Arkansas's source for racing news and analysis. Oakland Race Day this Saturday morning at 11, only on 106.7 Buzz 2. This 
Texas Sports Center. Arkansas basketball got their fourth win of conference play last night, beating Texas A&M 78-71 behind another big performance from Makai Mitchell, who had 22 points, 13 rebounds, and four blocks. After the game, Coach Eric Musman talked about Mitchell's play as of late. He's playing as well as any center in the SEC. He's been extremely focused. Uh, there's been no distractions with his uh, minutes out there. We're, we're really relying on him. He's coming off the bench tonight. He played 33 minutes off the bench. The Razorbacks' next game will be on Saturday when they host Missouri at 11 a.m. Tonight, there are four games in the SEC. 13th-ranked Alabama will host 24th-ranked Florida at 6 on ESPN2. Vandy will host Georgia at 7.30 on the SEC Network. 17th-ranked Kentucky will take on LSU at 8 on ESPN. And Mississippi State will host Ole Miss at 8 on ESPN2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock in Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC Terms and Conditions Supply. The needs of modern businesses are always changing, but corporate cards haven't evolved in decades. Until now. Meet Ramp, the all-in-one finance platform that combines corporate cards with spend management software. Ramp is the only card designed to actually help your business spend less, not more. With Ramp, you can set custom controls to stop out-of-policy spend before it even happens. And Ramp software even does expense reports for you. No more manual entries, no more chasing receipts. And with best-in-class accounting integrations, you'll close your books in days, not weeks. Ramp gives you better insights and a real-time view of all company spend so you can stay focused on the big picture and build a healthier business. Join over 15,000 businesses who have switched to Ramp and start saving an average of 5%. Modern finance runs on Ramp. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. That's R-A-M-P slash sports. Sanders Ground Essentials presents Belinda Mayo when she joins Morning Mayhem each Thursday morning. Sanders Ground Essentials, where great lawns start today. On the web at sandersground.com. It's Melinda Mayo each Thursday with Morning Mayhem on 103.7 The Buzz. Serious injuries happen every day. If it happens to you, don't wait. Dial 8. Dial 8 for Rainwater Holton Sexton. 888-8888. We can meet you online, at your house, or wherever is easiest for you. Dial 8. 888-8888 for Rainwater Holton Sexton. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. We've got you covered, Arkansas. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. Rainwater Holton Sexton. 888-8888. Responsible attorneys Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton. Take your yard up to the next level with the Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA Tour caddy, and his landscape designs are inspired by some of the most beautiful golf courses around the world. Call Josh at 501-794-2770 for all of your landscaping needs. Flower beds a mess? Josh's crew can give your home the curb appeal you've always wanted. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping also installs French drains, retaining walls, and they'll even take care of your irrigation maintenance needs. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Call today, 501-794-2770. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Welcome back to Out of Bounds. Wes Moore, Joe Franklin, glad you're with us. Got a special guest, Bill Ingram's in the studio hanging out with us. Bill, what's up, man? How are you? Man, what's up, man? I'm excited to be here and excited. I'm here today that the Razorbacks coming off a win, so it's a good day today. That was nice last night. Uh, a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, yeah. After what we've seen throughout the year. and Look, they played well against Mississippi State on the road, but... I was not expecting them to come back out and do it again. And uh, for a game that meant so much to Texas A&M, 
being a team on the bubble and to lose at home against Arkansas and their net ranking. By the way, I looked it up because, you know, people get optimistic. and <laughs> Some of the most optimistic fans are talking about a run and finishing the season strong and the possibility of getting into the NCAA tournament. Arkansas's net ranking uh, did go up after or go down, whichever way you want to look at it. But the net ranking going into the game was 136. It only improved 12 spots with that victory to 124. So to to be a team on the bubble like Texas A&M, A&M's net ranking is now 50. So you got a long way to go. And the only way to go that, that far with the teams that are left on the schedule is go to Rupp and win and go to Alabama and win. And so, that look, if you want to see a path, that's it. But that is a very difficult path. If, if, if somehow they could, you know, make that path and win those two games, do you think they'd have a shot to get an NCAA or would they still have to make a deep run or win the tournament? Probably still have to make a run into the tournament. But, man, Bill, if you, you think, well, they've won one, that would be five, six in a row to finish the season. And go the NC, go the SEC tournament. You're probably then going to be matched up against some decent teams. Get a couple of victories. I think maybe two. You know, get into the semifinals of the SEC tournament, and you, you've then won eight out of nine. I got to think that net ranking would be high enough. Maybe it's a chance, a chance. But gosh, well, still, we're still a long way away. And, and Joe pointed it out. Let, let's see if they take care of business against Missouri and Vanderbilt at home before we get into that discussion. Yeah, it's too early to start that conversation, Bill. <laughs> hey, well, listen, hey, man. Man, after performance last night, it would be really disappointing if, they, if, we, if we come home and can't either duplicate that or, or close to it against Missouri and Vanderbilt. Well, we've seen it all year, Bill. I mean, there have been a couple of times where I'm like, I think they've turned the corner. I think they're playing better. And then they lay an egg the next time out. Well, even if they did that, though, if they handle the next two at home, then you go on the road, and that's where you really see what you're working with. Mm -hmm. They went on the road and won last night? Yeah. And and Texas A&M is what, beat Tennessee? Um, Florida. Florida. So we, we we looked at it yesterday. Yeah, there were three some, ranked teams they beat at home. They have some good home wins, but then they have some bad home losses. They lost to LSU at home. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> to open SEC play. Yeah, that's not good. And that's why we thought Arkansas had a chance going into the game because of how A&M has been up and down at home. What did you see defensively out of the team last night? I thought their gap defense was a lot better. I thought their gap defense was, you know, they, they, they turned – Texas A&M into a jump shooting team. They didn't give up a lot of those, you know, one, what I call one or two, one or two dribble drives and the man around you, and then the, the defense is scrambling. So I thought their gap defense was better. Of course, I thought they, you know, I thought they rebounded pretty good, but they just overall defense they played hard. Even when somebody got out of place, I thought they were scrambling to 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 cover that cover each other's man. So. Man, that effort they gave last night, and and I'm and I'm and you wonder because they this is the second time they beat Texas A&M, is that's just a matchup deal mm-hmm. that they're a bad matchup for Texas A&M, mm-hmm. or did they get better? Because one thing about it, West, if you you guys you practicing all year, and you know you got some weaknesses, you should be working on them and trying to get better. And you know I like to think they just getting better at that now. You know we'll but we'll find out the <laughs> these next. You know, two or three games, but I thought their defense was great. I thought they played great gap defense. You think injuries injuries sometimes hurt you, but in this case, it seems like injuries may have helped Arkansas, where the rotation was what it was, and those players played together. I've, hey, listen, that was the I thought from watching them all year, that was the best they played as a unit. I thought they I thought they were. You know, and they were all working together. It looked like they were working together. Even when they made a few mistakes, people kept kept their head up. I think Blocker Roll was great on defense. I mean, he came in and really gave him a punch on defense. And it looked like, you know, that seven- or eight-man rotation looked like maybe that's the way we need to go the rest of the year, just see how it goes. Because those guys, I thought they did an excellent job defensively. Yeah, and I thought they played with a little freedom to where – 
before. Maybe they were worried about making a mistake, and if they made a mistake, then they're out of the game, and here comes another guy. Well, there's not anybody. You know, with Devo in foul trouble, Minifield uh, with the uh, growing issue, I mean, they, they he didn't have many options, so he had to play through the mistakes. Yeah, that's that's a mentality of players, man. When you And I know we all, everybody try to coach them players out of that mentality, but subconsciously that's in the back of their head. Like, if I make a mistake, I'm coming out. Mm-hmm. And if you play in the game, like you say, with that freedom, I don't have to worry about what I need to focus on is playing well to help the team win and not if I make a mistake, I'm coming out the game. Because at some point, if you're thinking that, you're going to make a mistake. So now when you you in a game and you and you knowing, hey, listen, I'm only concerned about I need to play well so I can help the team win. If I make a mistake, I just got to play through it. And and I think that changes your mindset. And you could, I think you could really see it in Blocker, I thought. You know, he, he really went out there and I thought gave great effort on both ends of the court and especially the defensive end. You, you've been high on him all along. What have you seen from him throughout the season as far as his growing process, being a freshman and now where he is? Well, I, I think, you know, I, I, I had a feeling he would be one of those freshmen that needs to – you know, I thought he should have played more early to get him ready. I think, uh, as, you, as, you, as you guys can remember, when, uh, when, when Devo was a freshman, he didn't play a lot early, and then they, once they started playing him, he got better and better. I think Blocker's one of these kids just making that adjustment from high school to college. The more you play him, the better he's going to get, the more comfortable he's going to get. And he's one of the few guys that I think they got on the team and that's worrying, just, just worrying about playing good and not worrying about scoring a lot. And I think, you know, you need that. You need a guy out there like that because everybody can't go out there and try to get 30. And that's what you get a lot of time. When you get transfers, normally somebody, when you're recruiting them, you're telling them it's a goal that you can hit because they, they, they come in to hit a goal like maybe I can get to the G League overseas or somewhere. I'm trying to get somewhere. So And, 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 the, and most of the time when they come like that, especially guards, Scoring is part of it. I, I, you know, I need to score a certain amount. I need to do this. You got a kid. You got a kid out there like Blocker. that's a freshman. He's glad to be out there. He's playing hard. Let him play and let him play. Fr- and you know, let him play freely, like you said, without worry about coming out because he making mistakes. And I think you'll get even better production out of it. Bill Ingram with us, talking a little bit about the Razorbacks' victory last night. How about Makai Mitchell in the last, really, probably three weeks? Minus the Tennessee game, best basketball we've seen out of him. Yeah, he's playing great. He's playing great. You know, and at times he's had good stretches. At times mm-hmm. since he's been here, but right now this is this is obvious the best stretch uh, that he's you know that he's he's playing as good as any any post player in the, in the country except when they played against Tennessee. But the rest of these guys, he eating them alive. And when you look at it, he got physically he got advantage over them. The the kid he played from Mississippi State, that kid was non-athletic, feet f- couldn't move. He was he was just doing anything he wanted to do against him. A and M got some guys that's athletic and stuff, but they're not as big as him. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's having a great feel for man. He's smelling that ball. I mean, he's chasing those rebounds and those stick stick backs, and he's he's coming off that pick and roll ready to score, blocking shots. You know, I love to see when a guy rebound and block shots because that normally tell you the story of how well a big man playing. He playing when it, when he rebounding and blocking shots, his point total normally gonna go up. He he's playing great right now. Tremont Mark, he stepped up big in both games against A and M, and we talked about it going into it that. He was going to be back clo- close to home, playing in front of family and friends, and he showed up, showed out once again. Man, he he was he he was fantastic that second half too. He, you know, when, when I watched him, I you know early on I thought he dribbled too much. I thought he pounced on it too much before he got, and he's kind of cut that down. And I'm sure they've been working with it on him, but he still, you know, he can create his own shot. But when you when you dribble a lot like that, that gives the defense a chance to get set on you. So. He's taking, I think he's taking better shots. He's cut down on some of his dribbling, uh, and of course the the kid is obvious. The kid can score, you know he he can score. But he was he's the key for him, and he was great last night. I mean he was tremendous that second. He played okay the first half, but the second half he was off the charts. That second half. 
he was very decisive at times with the ball. Yep. You know, they did, went to that ISO up top with him at the uh, top of the key. And, and in the past, you'd see I know what you're talking about. He was dribbling too much, and the defense is focused on him. It seemed like this time uh, he would catch it and go with it. And before the defense could, could get set, here is Coach Muss on uh, Tremont Mark. And no, that's on Makai Mitchell. Um, I had something from. No, this is uh, Tremont Mark on Makai Mitchell. He's just being aggressive. He's recognizing that his, his matchups. He's he's recognizing that he can score his matchup at any time he wants, and he's just being aggressive. He's getting rebounds. He's getting blocks. He's just doing it all for us tonight, and I, I'm, I'm very proud of him. Too. It's a good one-two punch with those two guys last night, and uh, then you had uh, Caleb Battle get to the free throw line and knock down his free throws. And so that was uh, the third score for Arkansas last night, and that's what they've been missing a lot of times is not only just two guys but a third guy that can chip in a little bit. And when you get that, those three going, that's when you, you're able to score 78 points. And odd stat for everybody, saw this on hogstats.com last night, three of Arkansas's SEC wins, they scored exactly 78 points. Well, maybe that's the magic number. That is the key. Because, <laughs> I mean, honestly, last night was a very good – and you said that was probably their best defensive effort. Even though A&M scored 71 points, I said it earlier, they got a lot of kind of trash points at the end of the game. And yep. Arkansas was trying not to foul and still was getting called for the foul. And so the points added up for A&M. But the, A&M was in the 50s with like four minutes to go. Right. They they was excellent. They turned them into a jump jump shooting team. That if you watch that game, that gap defense was 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 great. Yeah, I mean it it was excellent. And um, like I said, I just wanted to see. I, I would like to see them do that with the next two games because these are two teams that is coming up that I think you know from looking at both of those teams, Arkansas has more talent than both of those teams. They can come out and play great defense. And and it's always the you know your your offense you can feed off your defense you can feed off your defense you can eat off your defense, so it'll be interesting to see if they can come back and uh, and do it because these are two teams that they should be they they should be able to beat. We got more of Bill Ingram when we come back. We'll take some phone calls six six one one zero three seven. Check out the Southern Structural Solutions text line. Answer some questions over there. Stick around. It's out of bounds. Your Oaklawn Thoroughbred racing action so close you can feel it? Or is it the view from your trackside luxury suite? However you like it, racing season is off and running at Oaklawn with live races every weekend through May 4th. It's fun by the furlong all season long. Make your reservations today at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, you know, we've talked so much about that hometown feel and what it's like at Southern Bank. But if you're a commercial investor, they need to come talk to you. We're involved with a lot of customers that have projects across the United States. Those projects can be some of the biggest projects you'd see in your communities. So really, there's no project that's too large for us to look at. If somebody's interested in learning more about what Southern Bank can do for their commercial investments, how do they get in touch with you? You just pick up the phone and call me at 501-424-0900. Just love to talk to you about your project, see what you've got going on, and see how we can be a help to you. And you talk about being a help. You really invest into your commercial investors by helping them through the process, looking at things to look out for along the way. I like to think we can throw things off of each other, listen to different viewpoints, and come to the best decision. If you want to learn more, go online, bankwithsouthern.com, or call Chris, 424-0900, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Attention Arkansans, low interest rates are back at Red River Ford of Cabot. And we've got a huge selection of new Ford F-150s. And you can get 1.9% for 72 months. Folks, you heard me right, 1.9%. Like I said, low interest rates are back. And at Red River Ford, we've also got the discounts to go along with it. Make that easy drive here to exit 19 or check us out at RedRiverFordCabot.com for Arkansas's best buying experience. Congratulations, you're having a little girl. At that moment, everything changed. 
Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance so that regardless of what life throws at us, we'll still be able to provide the world to her. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agents Chad Kesterson in Arkadelphia, Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff, or Blake Jumper in Benton. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere. From dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke, an asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting Primatine Mist. Clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine Mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. For over 30 years, Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse on 65th and University has been Arkansas's truck accessory headquarters and the only stop for all your truck parts and accessories. If it goes on a truck, Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse has it, like step bars, bed covers, toolboxes, and ladder racks, as well as gooseneck, fifth wheel hitches, and drop hitches. All this and more can be found at Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse, a WeatherTech Diamond dealer, 501-568-0040, or online at ArkansasTruck.com. And ask about the all-new RSI SmartCap. Make your tailgate the party of the parking lot by getting the best meats in all of Arkansas at Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Thirteen to shoot. Mark. Going to try to take Washington. Steps back. Three-pointer. Good and one. How about that? Mark hit the three. Washington fouled him. Four-point play. Hogs will defend without fouling here. Obasiki into the front court. Hefner around the screen. In the corner. Deep three. No good. Two seconds. Radford with a rebound. Outlet to Obasiki. The horn sounds and the ball game's over. The Razorbacks have come to College Station and beaten the Aggies. Arkansas sweeps the season series from Texas A&M tonight in Reed Arena. Coach Mush drew up a game game plan for us, and I feel like we executed. Uh, we made mistakes like every team does, but I feel like tonight we we made our mistakes and we fought through them. That was our most important thing. That's what I feel like we haven't been doing most much most of the season. We made our mistakes and we fought through them. 78-71, Arkansas gets the victory over Texas A&M, and now they'll try to get a winning streak going when they uh, host Missouri Saturday morning at 11. Bill Ingram's with us. Bill, when you look at this uh, Missouri team, now they played the last two games better. You know, they had Tennessee down at the half last night. Tennessee had a big second half, and they were up eight. Missouri hit a three at the buzzer to make it a five-point game, but they played Ole Miss close. Uh, Arkansas went to Missouri and, and put them on them. Had a pretty, you know, pretty much commanding lead most of the game. Missouri chipped away a little bit at the end, but uh, still good victory, uh, road victory that, at the time for Arkansas. What do you see out of the Missouri team? You know, I think uh, after watching them last year, you, you thought that you would see a better team on the floor this year, uh, but they haven't been very good. And uh, you know, and I think they, you know, they put up a, you know. I think it's an emotional fight against Tennessee, uh, but uh, you know I, I just don't expect a whole lot out of out of them in this Arkansas game. And I think we should win this game, and it you know pretty. And I won't say a blowout, but I think Arkansas is a better. I know they're a better team, mm-hmm. and they should win this game. I, I don't see anything Missouri doing that's going to affect what Arkansas are doing if they're doing it and playing well. If they give out that kind of effort, just the effort alone, if they give out that kind of effort that they that they gave last night, then I don't think it'll be any problem with Missouri. I just don't see a lot out of them. To your point, Bill, it's just a game that Arkansas can't afford to lose. Not that it's a must-win or anything, but they can't afford to lose it because 
Missouri is winless in conference. You're at home. This is a game that you're expected to win. You can't afford to lose this game. Oh, yeah, I think, you know, it's been a tough season for us already. But I think if we lose this one now, this will be devastating, I think. This will be devastating for just uh, the program in general. It'll be a really big setback if we lose this game because we fi- you finally at a point where you just come off a really good win. You expected to win this game. You're the better team. You got better talent. I don't care if there's nobody in the gym. <laughs> you should win this game. Well, that's the way it was up in Missouri. Yeah. It was their crowd, not much of a crowd. Right. You took care of business. Now you're back home in front of your crowd. and uh, I'm not expecting a sellout or anything Saturday, but it should be decent. and You should take care of business. Finally found out. Somebody on the Southern Structural Solutions text line hit us up. The uh, first four, the worst four teams in the SEC that play that first night, they call it Wednesday Night Sadness. <laughs> That's what Arkansas is trying to avoid. Get out of that bottom four so you don't have to play that first night. And uh, right now, Georgia and LSU, they got to pass those two teams. Georgia tonight is uh, on the road against Vanderbilt. That was one of the things Pat was asking earlier, and I checked on uh, Bet Saracen, and Georgia's a small favorite on the road at Vanderbilt, like a point-and-a-half favorite right now on Bet Saracen. So anyway, uh, and you still got LSU coming into Bud Walton Arena. If you yeah. could uh, win three, three out of your last five, you know, three home games, who knows, maybe get a road upset somewhere. You could, you could get out of that Wednesday night sadness and at least not be it's, one of the worst four teams. It's sadness because when you watch those games on TV, it's nobody in the gym. Mm-mm. It's like <laughs> if you play it on Wednesday night, your fans are like, we're not coming. We're not coming because we don't think you're gonna make it. You know, much much farther than Wednesday night. So I I would hope they're not playing Wednesday night. But hey, that gives them something to shoot for. That's a that's a, a goal that's in front of them that they can reach. So hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully that will happen. That's just one of those extra days that somebody has to take off work. And so if they're not expecting much, they're not going to show up until you win at least one game and move forward. No, then you're matched up against one of the top teams in the SEC. But but still, if the fans are going to go, they want to see it. Yeah. But they just don't want to go there that first night uh-uh. and have to take an extra day off work. Mm-mm. Now, basically, they don't have any hope. <laughs> so why, <laughs> why, why are you going all the way to, to Nashville to watch maybe one one game? And then if you win, then you're probably not going to win the next game. Wes, but you, you think about it, one of those four teams, if you won on Wednesday night, what, what four teams out of those four teams that would be that you, you would be facing? Is it any of those four teams you don't think Arkansas could beat on a, on a given night? No. Well, they've already beaten Georgia, and they've already beaten Missouri. So I think they'll beat Vanderbilt next week. And LSU's coming up. I think they can beat LSU at home. So, yeah, they can beat any of those four. I mean, we should. Should. Better. All right, hour number three is coming up. Bill Ingram's hanging out with us. We'll talk some other basketball with him in a bit. We'll take some more phone calls, 661-1037. Got to take a look at what's trending in hour number three. Stick around. Fun hour coming up. It's Out of Bounds. It's the Hot Springs Boat Tackle and RV Show this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Hot Springs Convention Center. Over 100,000 square feet of boats and RVs on display and at discount show prices. A great selection of discount fishing tackle. Win a new 2024 Havoc BJ Duck Boat, courtesy of the Hot Springs Sentinel Record and Gregor Marine. Unlimited free parking. Adults $10, kids 12 and under free. Don't miss the best boat and RV prices of the year at the Hot Springs Boat Tackle and RV Show this weekend.